0: Now the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Our scripture reading for today comes from the New Revised Standard Version Bible, and our reading today comes from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 11, verses 37 through 52. While he was speaking, a Pharisee invited him to dine with him, so he went in and took his place at the table. The Pharisee was amazed to see that he did not first wash before dinner. Then the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You fools! Did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? So give as alms those things that are within, and then everything will be clean for you. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and herbs of all kinds and neglect justice and the love of God. It is these you ought to have practiced without neglecting the others. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love to have the seat of honor in the synagogues and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces. Woe to you, For you are like unmarked graves on which people unknowingly walk. One of the experts in the law answered him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us too. And he said, Woe also to you experts in the law. For you load people with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not lift a finger to ease them. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets whom your ancestors killed. So you are witnesses and approve of the deeds of your ancestors, for they killed them, and you build their tombs. For this reason, the wisdom of God said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill and persecute, so that this generation may be charged with the blood of all the prophets shed, since the foundation of the world, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, it will be charged against this generation. Woe to you experts in the law, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter yourselves, and you hindered those who were entering. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I would expect this reading to make some people uncomfortable. I would expect it to make many people uncomfortable. And I think the reason for that is that our reading today is terribly confrontational. More confrontational than we may anticipate. It doesn't match the image that we may have of Jesus, always gentle. But not today. It may not land up with the way that we describe Jesus. Because the words spoken over dinner are harsh ones. They are biting. The Pharisees and the legal experts feel insulted. And our gut... Reaction may be to say that if they feel insulted, then somebody must have said something wrong or could have said it better. But Jesus is here speaking clearly and concisely. He means what he says, which raises a question for us as to why Jesus used such harsh language. Now our reading for today opens with Jesus being invited to dinner by one of the Pharisees. When he's there, the Pharisee asks why Jesus doesn't wash before dinner. And to make something clear, this isn't about like, oh, Jesus, did you go wash your hands? It's not about getting the dirt off or anything like that. It's about ritual cleanliness. Because it's about ritual purity, it raises a very, very different issue than what we would think of if we said that somebody hadn't washed their hands before coming to dinner. It's this question, though, of washing before dinner that raises the unpleasant dinner dialogue that we have. Because Jesus notes that the Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside are full of greed and wickedness. What Jesus is really saying here is that they make a show of washing themselves ritually so they appear clean, but knew nothing about what's on the inside. The ugliness that they ignore. For Jesus, it's that they neglect justice and the love of God. They wash their hands so they can make themselves appear to be clean and don't care about what happens to others. They keep up appearances while doing nothing to actually make a difference in the lives of those who are hurting. He notes that they love to have the seed of honor and to be greeted with respect. They want to be seen as important while not doing anything to earn said respect. Respect. Jesus really does lay into the Pharisees. And it's not the kind of polite talk that we often associate with love. The legal experts note that these are not the kindest of words. They complain that Jesus is insulting the legal experts as well when he is insulting the Pharisees. They view his words as an affront to both of them. we don't get an apology we get more harsh words because Jesus notes that the experts in the law load people up with burdens hard to bear and don't lift a finger to help some things never change the legal experts want to make things more difficult and don't care if people are suffering because of their actions. They care about appearances. They want to appear to be strict, but only for others. On our closing statement, is just as harsh, if not harsher, than everything else that Jesus has spoken. Jesus states that they've taken away the key of knowledge without entering themselves and making it harder for anyone else who wants to gain knowledge. He's calling them fools that want to keep everyone else ignorant. Ignorant. It is an insult. Now at this point, I'm sure there are those who are hearing these words and thinking that Jesus is being pretty mean. That surely, if they're just having a disagreement, he should be able to see both sides. That if we said this about somebody... It might not be seen as loving or kind. Folks, there is never a two sides to an argument in which one side is being oppressed. You cannot have two sides to an argument when one side of that argument Is that the other side doesn't deserve to be able to speak, to be heard, or to be considered anything? There are not two sides to every issue when it comes to issues of justice and equality. What Jesus recognizes here is that there are not two sides that should be considered equally. There are the oppressors, and there are those being oppressed. And Jesus does not have kind words for the oppressors. In this case, the legal experts and the Pharisees. Which raises questions. How do we reconcile this with calls for kindness? How do you read these words when we see an insult is not very loving? And that's why the context is so important. Jesus knows that he's dealing with people who are used to being given respect, whether they've earned it or not. These are people who are happy to be in control and in charge without worrying about what their decisions will do to others. They don't care about the harm that they will cause. They're happy just to get their way and to force their will on others because they love power. These are people who simply relish being in charge because of the position it gives them in society. They want the prestige power has without taking any of the responsibility for helping those in need. They want the respect of position without taking any responsibility for thinking about how their decisions will impact the lives of others. And I think it's because of that privilege that Jesus gives them the shock treatment. These are people who enjoy being held in high esteem. People who expect to be greeted with respect in public. People who expect to be given places of honor. People who want others to see their ceremonial acts that are supposed to make them righteous. They want people to see them ritually cleaning themselves so that everyone can see how pure they are. To point out just how wrong they are, Jesus shows them some tough love by being brutally honest. We might hesitate here on the edge of this revelation, afraid of what this means. And I think it's important that we do understand the reason for these harsh words and the context for them. Jesus isn't berating the everyday person struggling to make a living. He isn't leveling difficult words at people who are already suffering and trying their hardest. Jesus is leveling his words at the people who are supposed to be in charge. He's aiming at those who are supposed to take the lead in helping others. He's being blunt with those who are supposed to show courage in doing what's right. The people who are supposed to be caring for those around them because of their prestige. Because of their position. They are in a greater position than anyone else to be able to help others. The legal experts are in a position to be able to help others to live and understand God, but instead choose to make life more difficult for everyone else. They try to make the law more difficult so that everyone struggles and everyone feels like they will never be good enough. The Pharisees are leaders in the community, but everything they do is just for show. Not out of a genuine love of God and not out of kindness and love for neighbor. Jesus is leveling these difficult words at people who should already know better. Jesus is letting out these harsh sayings. at Those who have a responsibility to those around them that's been neglected. I firmly believe that is the reason that Jesus is so brutally honest. Because they are in positions of power. And because of that power, Jesus has to deal with them frankly. Not just for their sake, though, but for everyone else's sake. For anyone who's listening, they need to know that Jesus sees the hypocrisy of the leadership. That Jesus sees how difficult the legal experts are making it for everyone else. That Jesus sees that the Pharisees are out to be looking good, not doing Good. He speaks up so that everyone else knows that he knows just how unjust these people are. And that he's not going to sit back and take it. Even if it means. Insulting the Pharisees and the legal experts. Because they're wrong. Because they're wrong in a way that causes harm to others. Because they're wrong in a way that oppresses others. Because they're wrong in a way that causes others to lose faith in God. but he also gives the Pharisees and the legal experts a chance. He notes how sad it is for them that they hold the keys to wisdom and refuse to use them, and that they want to keep others from obtaining wisdom themselves. He lets them know that they have a choice. That they could still do the right thing but that they have to make the choice to do the right thing. It's this difficult, prophetic voice that I think we all struggle with. Because it means Jesus wasn't always the nicest person to those in charge when those in charge were neglecting their responsibilities. The kid gloves had to come off because the harsh truth had to be known. They were hurting people. And when those in charge hurt people, we all have a responsibility to speak loud and clear. The kid gloves had to come off because the harsh truth had to be known. Not just so that they knew it, but others would know the truth had been spoken. Because it's the only way they could understand how far they had strayed from where they should have been. Just how great the impact was of the poor decisions they were making that impacted everyone else around them. For the Pharisees, it was that they did everything for show. So they could be given respect. So they would be seen, as Set apart. Not because it did anyone good. But because they wanted to look good. But because everything they did was for show, none of it showed love for God or love for neighbor. They could have done so much more, but they held back and failed. So Jesus tells them the truth. We see the same thing with the legal experts. Interpreting the law in ways that make life difficult for everyone else. Interpreting the law in ways that would keep people down. And instead of giving them freedom, causing people to despair instead of giving them hope. Kicking people while they were down instead of giving them a hand up. People in power. Dictating rules. that they would never have to follow They are not wanting to gain knowledge for themselves and are not wanting anyone else to gain knowledge either. These harsh words come to those in charge because those in charge should know better and do know better. The harsh words come to those in charge because their actions don't just impact some but impact the community as a whole. And when their actions go against the best interest of the people... When those actions show a disregard for loving their neighbor, when those actions cause people to only see hypocrisy from those that are supposed to be doing God's work, we see Jesus call it out. Jesus doesn't waste time coming up with flattery and platitudes and beating her in the bush. Jesus gets straight to the point because it's something they should already know and something that they have to change. This doesn't mean that Jesus isn't showing them love. To the contrary, Jesus is showing them love by speaking a harsh truth that others are going to avoid telling them to their face. Jesus is showing them love by using harsh words so that they understand the gravity of their situation. Jesus is using unpleasant terms at the dinner table because this might be the only time that they get to hear what they have to change. And so those harsh words are spoken in love. Not just love for those Pharisees and legal experts, but also a great love for all the people negatively impacted by those careless people in charge. Because oftentimes the truth isn't pretty, but it still needs to be spoken. Love doesn't mean we are always sidestepping the problems that we face. Love doesn't mean we pretend that there is a side in which injustice has a valid point. Sometimes love means confronting people even in the most unpleasant of way, so that the light may shine in the darkness. It is done so that the truth, no matter how unpleasant, may be known. It is done so that all may find hope and all may find healing. And even among harsh words, the truth in Christ will set us free. Amen.